And so we are on our fourth week of our series, Holy Spirit. We have one more week, and, um, and it's going to be phenomenal. But uh, we got one simple verse for you today. It's Galatians chapter 5 and verse 25. If you don't have your Bible, no sweat. We have it on the screen. Oh, that was perfect timing. Uh, it says this, if we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. I had a couple other announcements, but we're just going to jump into it this morning. And so if you're taking notes, I want to talk to you briefly from the subject. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. God, we thank you for your kindness. We thank you for who you are. God, I pray that uh, with these next moments together, God, that you would, um, God, that you would just speak to us. You would speak to our hearts, God, uh, that you would do what only you can do. God, we want to leave here changed. We want to leave here better, not for our own benefit, God, but so that we can change the world around us, Father. We thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name, come on, everyone, say Amen, amen. Hey, so by the title, you probably realize that I like Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. It's so delicious. But actually, I don't like Chick-fil-A just for the food, but I like the people. I like the environment of Chick-fil-A. Specifically, I love that phrase, it's my pleasure. It just, I, I spent four years in the South for school and so it just brings me home, you know, like just where, where people would say, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, you know. I, like, I love that. I love that. And when they say, it's my pleasure, I'm like, ah. <laughs> but here's the deal. Uh, a while back, I was going through Chick-fil-A. This was like maybe a year or so ago, but it clearly impacted my life because I'm still talking about it. Um, but I was going through the drive-thru, and uh, I, I paid for my, uh, I ordered my food. I went to uh, the lady that was standing to take my card. She tells me the price. I hand her my card. She hands it back, and I say, thank you, expecting to hear. She hands me the card back, and she's, I say, thank you. She says, you're welcome. And instantly, I was like, ah! Like, no joke, guys, I was, like, intern, like, I was cool and composed on the outside, but inside, man, I was freaking out. I was like, what is happening? What is, I went home with the Chick-fil-A, and I was like, babe, my day is just ruined. <laughs> you know, like, I, I was just, like, I was so blown away at something that I was so uh, expecting it to not be the way that I was expecting it. And so what I want you to see is that uh, in this story is not just for the fact that we're going to show a picture of that girl that said that actually on the screen. Go ahead, put it up there, Josh. I'm just kidding. What if I did? What if I did? I was like, this is her name. This is her address. Write to her. Oh, that would be crazy. Yeah. My goodness. Welcome to Discovery. Um, <laughs> But what I want, the reason why I'm sharing this, this story is, is because what I want you to see is that as an employee of Chick-fil-A, there was an expectation that I had of her. Excuse me, let me put it this way. As an employee of Chick-fil-A, there was an expectation that she had as an employee of Chick-fil-A. 
There, there was this expectation of the way that she was supposed to um, uh, uh, posture herself, if you will, because she was an employee at Chick-fil-A. Now, interestingly enough, I believe this is exactly what the Apostle Paul is saying in the verse that we read at the very beginning, Galatians chapter 5 and verse 25. Paul, the apostle, writes, he says, if you live by the Spirit, if you work at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> he said, if you, if you live by the Spirit, then you got to walk by the Spirit. you got to be a carrier of the culture of Chick-fil-A. And so Paul is saying, if I live by the Spirit, then I need to also learn to walk by the Spirit. Now, I do want to point out before I go any further, I am not talking about behavior modification for you and me in our Christian walk. I am not saying that before God can ever love you, you got to act a certain way, you got to stop cussing, you got to stop doing this. No, no, no. God loves you as you are. Praise God. Two people. That's amazing. <laughs> God loves you as you are. So this is not about behavior modification. Paul is not talking about learning to, to behave before you belong within the body of Christ. Pa Paul, is, Paul is saying, he's not saying that when you live by the Spirit, then you got to pretend and act a certain way. Friends, that's religion. That's what Jesus abolished. And so, so the, the, the heart is, is, is we're not trying to, like this is not behavior modification. But there is something that when you say, Jesus, I want to make you the boss of my life. I, I want to make you the Lord of my life. That at that moment, scripture says that the Holy Spirit now resides inside of you. Now lives in you. So now all of a sudden, what was that? God? <laughs> like like, like once, once I, I make this decision to let Jesus, or to, to, to make Jesus the boss of my life, all of a sudden, Scripture says, I am now the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit now dwells inside of me. And because of that, there are things that begin to happen inside of me. In fact, one thing we read in Romans chapter 8, verse 15, it says this. Same guy that wrote this, uh, the Apostle Paul. He says, whoops, the spirit you receive, so the Holy Spirit, doesn't make you slaves. Otherwise, you would live in fear again. And so Paul's basically saying, hey, listen, uh, when the Holy Spirit lives in you, your life is better. Amen. When the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, when he resides in you, like life is fuller. And so he says, um, otherwise you would live in fear again. Instead, the Holy Spirit received, the Holy Spirit you received made you God's adopted child. So when the Holy Spirit resides in you, there's something that begins to change the way you operate. And again, it's not behavior modification. At first, it starts with your thoughts. Right, so there's a lot of times when you're like, hey, Jesus, I want you to be the boss of my life. And the Holy Spirit's like, cool. He like, he's dwell like you are his temple now. And all of a sudden, if you guys are honest, because I'm honest, instantly it's not easy. 
Like, I still struggle with the things I struggled with before I made Jesus the boss of my life. Oh, was that too real? Like, like there's still things that, like, that, that, that once I make Jesus the boss of my life, like, I'm still working through. And, and there's things that I'm still, like, I'm still, like, believing God to break off my life. And, but but, but, but the, the deal is, is that uh, it, it begins with the thoughts, right? So all of a sudden, it's like when I'm trying to do something that I know just doesn't align with, with uh, me being a Chick-fil-A employee, we'll, we'll go with that. Like all of a sudden, when I start to do something, there's a Holy Spirit inside of me where he's like, you're a son and daughter of God. When, 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 I'm, when I'm over here, like, and, and like I want to do something that I know is probably not the best you're a son or a daughter of God. And he begins to speak to you about those things. Now then it's up to you on whether or not you want to be obedient. That's a whole nother story, a whole nother message. But what I'm trying to get at is for you and I to understand, like, like it starts with something small that we just begin to be faithful with. That we just begin to say, okay, God, I hear you. Okay, God, like, I, and then it just goes from there. It grows. His voice grows inside of us. And so Paul's like, you are now a son or daughter of God. When the Holy Spirit resides inside of me. And so, um, now since you are a son or daughter of God, this is, this is Paul. This is the verse, Galatians 5.25. He says, since you now are a son or daughter of God, or since you now live by the Spirit, that's what Paul is saying, he said, now we ought to walk by the Spirit. We, now we say, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And so um, I, I want to... I, like I, when I say this, I, I don't want to like sound like I'm like prideful or whatever, um, but it's gonna come off that way. Um, I think like I'm a pretty like in shape guy. Yeah, thank you, Wes. I appreciate you, sir. Everyone else can just shut up. <laughs> I'm just messing. But but like here, like again, like I'm not trying to like. You know, make it look like I'm better than you. Um, but, like, I wake up in the morning at 6 o'clock and I go running in the dark, which is insane. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because they got mountain lions running around in Rona Park. The heck? What are we in the safari? Focus, John. <laughs> I know, we love animals. Um, and so, like, I'm, I, like I, I run and, like, that's, you know, and so, like, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of in shape, you know. And I feel like my, 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 my lungs, though I have asthma, they're, they're, they're in good shape. Now, there, I preface with that because of what I'm about to tell you. And so, uh, the other day, I was, uh, I wanted to meet my wife for lunch. And, um, and so, I surprised her. I was like, hey, babe, I'm here. And she's like, oh. Hi. She said, uh, I was about to go on a walk. And I was like, cool, I'll join you. Okay. And so, uh, so my wife and I, we, we, we began to go for this walk. And, um, 
And so, like, we're holding hands and we're walking. And um, what, what I realized is, like, I was trying to keep up with her. And I'm like, what is going on? Because, like, she's walking, right? And I'm like, I'm, like, trying to, and, like, I'm getting a little tired. And I'm like, why am I getting tired? I'm a well-conditioned athlete. This is dumb. <laughs> and then, like, pride started, like, going and building up inside of me. And I was like, oh, you want to walk fast, huh, girl? And so, like, I'm, like, grabbing her hand, and I'm just like. <laughs> and we're walking, like, and. and And so after this walk, right, like I'm dripping in sweat. Like I am like, it is, I was so sweaty and I was out of breath. I'm like, <gasps> like, and she's like perfect. And I was like, what in the world is happening? Because I was trying to keep in step with her. I was trying to keep shoulder to shoulder with her walking. And it just wasn't working out. And I tell you that because when, we, when I read what Paul says, that you and I, if we live by the Spirit, we got to walk by the Spirit, it kind of freaks me out a little bit. It kind of freaks me out because, uh, because of two things. The first, uh, the first thing is the pressure. Think about the pressure. There's a pressure like, you want me to like stay in sync side by side with you, God? Ah! Or is that just me? That's just me. That's just someone said that's just me. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I can't see you, but you must leave. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just messing. We love you here. You don't have to believe to belong. Um, <laughs> oh, man. I get sidetracked. Pressure, pressure, pressure. So... <laughs> So it kind of freaks me out because there's just a lot of pressure that happens. Like, oh, my gosh, like, I got I to gotta be shoulder to shoulder and walk and keep in step. And like, but what if I fail? What if I mess up? What if I drop the ball? What if, what if, what if? And that may not be where your mind goes, but that's where mine goes. And then not only does it give pressure, but then I start thinking about the pace. Because I am impatient by nature. And so, so it is very easy for me to, to think like, oh, wait, God wants me to be in step with him, shoulder to shoulder, walking this thing. But what if you move too slow, God? Like, what if, God, what if you like, if you're holding me down, you're slowing me down? What if, God, what if you're taking me a direction that I don't want to go? And all these things begin, I begin to think about when, when Paul is saying, if you live by the Spirit, you got to walk by the side of the Spirit, side by side with the Spirit. And I read this and I'm like, man, I, I don't, I don't like it. There's so much pressure. In fact, in fact, I actually think there are some people in this room today, like you have become frustrated because you try to walk shoulder to shoulder with, with God. Some of y'all, you, like, you, maybe there's some of you in here this morning and you're like, this was my last time going to church because I tried this thing before and I'm exhausted. I am frustrated. 
If that's you, I've got great news for you. You're in the right place. And, and so, so there's, there's so much frustration that happens. And I want to propose to you this morning, what if the frustration is happening because you are trying to walk shoulder to shoulder, side by side with God? We'll get there. Watch, watch this. One more story, and then we're going to jump into it. So uh, I, I shared about how in shape my wife was, how she can outwalk me, whatever. <laughs> so there used to be a time where we would go running together. And, oh, yeah, it doesn't happen anymore. But, uh, but she, so she would, uh, I'd be like, hey, babe, I'm going to go running. You want, you want to come along and run with me? And, and there was a time where she was like, yeah, for sure, I'll go. And uh, it's amazing because we, we would start off at the same, I don't run like that, by the way, <laughs> okay? Some of you guys are like, oh, so pathetic. Um, we would start off at the same pace. But eventually, uh, I would keep running and my wife would slow down. And there was a season where I was like, hey, babe, come on, suck it up. You can do it. I believe in you. And she's like, shut up. <laughs> I'm, like, <coughs> I'm like, thanks, babe. And so, so, so we would run, and, and she would fall back, and, and I would try to encourage her. She's like, just stop. And, and then she said, she, one time she said this. She's just, let me run at my own pace. She said, I'm going to follow you. I'll be right behind you. If you take a left, I will take a left. If you take a right, I will take a right. She said, but let me run this thing at my own pace. And I tell you this because I actually think this is what the Apostle Paul is writing in Galatians chapter 5, verse 25. That a better translation of this passage is not so much for us to run side by side, but rather to run in step. That it has nothing to do with pace, but it has more to do with surrender. And so, so in fact, that phrase uh, walk by in the Greek, it implies, it implies like shoulders, sh soldiers, Standing so shoulder to shoulder, holy smokes, <laughs> in step with one another, but focused on one leader. And so what if the Apostle Paul is saying, hey, it's not about pace. It's about your willingness to say, God, you lead and I will follow. So what if when Paul is saying, if we live by the Spirit, let us walk by the Spirit. Another way to say this is, if I live by the Spirit, I will be led by the Spirit. See, the problem is when we go shoulder to shoulder with God, we put ourselves in a position that we were never created to handle. Right? Scripture, God says, he says, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And we're like, cool, come on, let's go. And then we wonder why we're getting so frustrated. Why it's so hard. 
And it's because God's operating on a way different level. And we're killing ourselves trying to do that when God's like, hey, I don't care about pace. I just want you to follow me. I don't care about the speed or the tempo. I just want you to learn to say, hey, I will follow you wherever you go. In fact, I actually think Jesus models this perfectly right before he's arrested and to be uh, tried and crucified on the cross and the band can come up. We're going to end with a song. And, and Jesus, he's in the mount. He, he, he's in the mountain and he's praying. And there's a part of this prayer that, that has always struck me where he's sitting there or kneeling there and he's saying, he says this, he's like, God, if there's any way that this cup can pass me by, I am so down for that. He's like, God, what's up, Norman? He's like, God, <laughs> God, if, if there's any way that I don't have to go through the excruciating pain of being crucified, your boy's down. <laughs> like, I, I'm willing to say I won't do it. But then he says something that will change the game. Something that, that is our job to model. He says this, but it's not what I want, it's what you want. He said it's not, like I don't want to die, I don't want to, I don't want to go through this, but if this is the direction you are leading me, then so be it. And so the Apostle Paul, Galatians 5, verse 25, if we live by the Spirit, my challenge for each of you that would identify as Jesus followers is to then say, God, then I will be led by your Spirit. I will be led by you. And I want to read one verse and then we're going to sing. If I can find it. It's Isaiah 45, 2 through 5. This is God speaking to Israel. He says, I'll go ahead of you. Notice the position. Notice he's not like, hey, you come right by my side. We'll go together. He's like, I will go ahead of you. If you let me, I will go ahead of you. Clearing and paving the road. I'll break down bronze city gates, smash padlocks, kick down barred entrances. Come on, somebody. I'll lead you to buried treasure, secret caches of valuables, confirmations that it, that it is, in fact, I, God, the God of Israel, who calls you by your name. He's like, let me go before you. Let me lead. Two quick reasons why you want God to lead you. Because he's going to do what you cannot do. And he's going to lead you where you cannot go on your own. And so my heart for you this morning. That if you live by the spirit. That you would be led by God's spirit. 
by simply saying, God, as a son or as a daughter of you, I'm going wherever you tell me to go. I'm doing whatever you tell me to do. I'm saying whatever you're telling me to say because I choose to let you lead and I will be in step in the direction that you're leading me. Amen, somebody?